Hey, you guys, good morning. I hope you had a wonderful weekend, a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, so sorry I missed you guys last week. I hope you had a great week last week as well. Thank you for tuning in to Sunflowers Life Coaching and Motivational Speaking. Before we get started, please take a moment and go ahead and head over to Facebook. Type in the search engine, Sunflowers Motivational Speaking. And if you see a whole bunch of sunflowers, it's me. <laughs> okay, it is definitely me. And also, go ahead and shoot me an email. Say, hey, Rebecca, I want that free e-life coaching journal or whatever, and I will send it to you. No problems, no questions asked. Um, the only thing that I do ask is that you continue to share your journey with me or whatever. Tell me how it's starting, tell me how it's going, and tell me how it ended up. Today, let's get into it. We are going to talk about motivation. So this podcast is going to be called Let's Get Motivated. All right. So what is, why do we need motivation, right? So a lot of times we have motivation deficiency. What is motivation deficiency? So motivation deficiency is when you do not have the drive to complete mundane topics or topics that interest you. So you may just not have the drive or the go to get started. Maybe you want to start a podcast. <laughs> Maybe you want to look for another job, but you just, you're always tired. You just don't have the, that push that you need. So we are going to go over what creates motivation deficiency. What are the symptoms of the motion, um, motivation uh, deficiency and how we can fight motivation deficiency, how we can keep moving forward and keep it going. All right, so let's go. What creates motivation deficiency? So procrastination. You know, we all know that procrastination is a real big one. We know we need to start it, but we're going to find 10 other things to do instead of doing what we're supposed to do. Fear. Fear is a huge barrier when it's coming to a lot of things. And you can be, you can be fearful of success. You can be afraid that you're going to make it and then, and don't get me lying, I don't know why people are afraid of success, okay? That is just something that, I don't know if it's something that's rooted, deep-rooted down in like your subconscious and you really don't know what it is, but you're afraid of success. And then this is the biggest one of all, failure, we are all afraid of failure on some level or another. Failure, rejection, all of those things. It can be really, really big on holding us back. But let me tell y'all something. You are going to fail at least 10 times before you get it right. That doesn't matter if it's with learning how, learning a definition. All right. So there was a study done, you know, way back in the 60s by this psychologist. I can't remember his name. And he said it takes nine tries before you learn something. Right. So you can read a definition the first time, you're really not going to know it. Second time, you're going to be like, huh, but you're really not going to know it. By the fifth time, it's going to be familiar. You'll be able to spot it out whenever you're doing something. Oh, I remember that word. Can't really remember what it was. But they say that ninth time, you should have it down pat. You should know it verbatim, right? 
Loss of control. What do you mean, sis, loss of control? Boom, boom, pal, listen, okay? Whether it's loss of control of your mind, your thoughts, or your beliefs, what do I mean by loss of control of your own mind? That and mind and thoughts. That means that you are constantly having these negative thoughts that you cannot derail from. You do not know how to gain, you do not know how to grab the, the bull by the horn, so to speak, and just take back your own mind and take back your own thoughts. You you can't really figure out how to control it. And then also your beliefs. Whenever you are believing, you have an atti- your attitudes, your beliefs, and your morals. When someone else is controlling what you believe in, that causes motivation deficiency, right? So you may believe that the sky is blue, but somebody else comes out here and tells you that the sky is orange, pink, purple, and green. And you know it's wrong, but somehow they wiggle themselves into your mind and your thoughts. And now your beliefs are altered, shattered, and you don't know whether you should go left or right. So you are complacent right in the middle and you are stagnant on this journey. And now you're at a crossroads where you have no choice but to go left or right, but you're stuck right there in that pit. You're stuck in you're stuck in the middle because you can't make up your mind because you've allowed someone else to infiltrate your mind for you. Accepted your fate. Whoo. This right here is going to go over somebody's head, okay? But I'm going to break it down for you so that way that you will know what it is I'm talking about. You have accepted your fate. You have accepted that low-paying job. You have accepted that abusive man. You have accepted that unhappy life. You have accepted everything that's going on in your life when you know. You know for a fact that this is not who you are or where you need to be. You know you need to go. You know you need to move forward and keep it pushing. All right? Expectations are too low. What do you mean my expectations are too low? I mean your expectations are too low. You need to strive higher, sis. Or bro. You you need to strive for more. You need to expect more. Because if you, if you expect the bare minimum, baby, you are going to get the absolute bare minimum. Point blank and period. Sometimes you're just too overwhelmed to get motivated. Maybe you need to take that day off. Okay, take a day off to regroup, refrain, and regather your thoughts and keep it moving. So you want to be motivated, right? But sometimes, instead of us having motivational deficiency, we have bad habits. So you want motivation when you really need to be thinking about good habits. Sometimes we're just too stubborn. We have our mindset on one thing and we know we should be doing something else. Okay. A contradicting mindset that really goes along with stubbornness. <clears throat> so a lot of times our mind is contradicting. You have the left side of your brain saying you need to do this, 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 and this. You have the right side, the right side saying, no, let's be more logical about this. Let's do it this way. Your minds are constantly at war with each other because you don't know how to sit down and really think out your day. This is the last one on what creates motivation deficiency. Here we go. 
You accommodate everyone before you accommodate yourself. That means you need, you know, you need to go out here and get your license switched over. You know, you've been living in this new state for X amount of months, X amount of years, and you need to go and get this switched over. But instead of you doing that, someone else calls you and say, Hey, I need you to take me to the grocery store. Little John John needs some diapers or little John John is out of milk. Why is little John John your, your problem? Stop accommodating everybody else. You need to accommodate yourself. You need to get yourself together and then say, listen, once I get done with this, I'll take you and John John wherever you need to go. Start putting yourself first. Here we go. So what are the symptoms of motivation deficiency? Depression. Insomnia slash fatigue. That means either you can't sleep at night or you sleep too much. All right. Trouble concentrating. That means you can't read a full paragraph without feeling like you got to do something else. You can't sit still for long periods of time and figure it out what it is you need to do. You are having trouble concentrating. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem is a major uh, major one. Whenever we feel like our self-esteem, whenever our self-esteem is too low, we don't have the we don't have the gumption, <laughs> so to speak. To pull ourselves up by the reins and say, let me go get this done. In the end, it's going to make me feel better about myself, but let me get this done. Sadness. You are always sad. You know, even though that does tie into depression, but you, you can be, you can be depressed and happy or show on the outside that you're happy. A lot of times people that sitting next to you, that's smiling and you trying to figure out how they have so much energy. Baby girl, they only had an energy on the outside, but on the inside, they are sad. You know, decreased energy. That means normally you are always on the go, but lately you haven't been able to do nothing. You, you just been, your energy is just depleted. It's like something has come in and just sucked all of the energy out of you. And you're sitting there like, why don't I have any energy like I'm normally full of energy this is why you know shame and guilt y'all listen a lot of times we feel shame shame and guilt for things that we did in our in childhood things we did as youth okay it's time for you to pick up them boots put them on strap them up and you need to go ahead and walk down a different path. It's time to let that shame and that guilt go. Feeling worthless and anxiety. Ooh. A lot of times we go through obstacles and paths in our lives that make us feel worthless. Maybe the situation that we were in was intended to teach us a lesson and intended to teach us that you are worth so much more. But because of how the outcome ended and the way you portrayed the outcome, it made you feel worthless. Listen, baby, you you need to grab that. You need to grab that feeling. You need to grab that emotion. You felt it long enough. You've dealt with it long enough. It's time for you to compress that and turn it into a diamond. Okay. Any coal put under extreme amounts of pressure will turn into a diamond. And that's what you need to do. 
You need to take all of these feelings and all of these emotions and you felt them long enough. It's time for you to sit down and you need to start deciphering between why do I feel this way? Yes, I've been through this, but baby, look where I'm at now. You need to take the positive out of every bad situation that you have experienced and you need to take that positive and you need to focus on that positive. Stop focusing on the negative part. Okay, and trust me, I know it's hard to do. I'm not sitting up here trying to tell y'all that this is a 60 second quick guide to I'm going to feel motivation every day. Nope. I would be lying and baby, I don't, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Okay, sis, I'm not going to lie because today it might be easy, but tomorrow you might struggle. But these are the blueprints and the foundation so that you can push through that struggle. All right. So. How are we going to fight motivation deficiency? How are we going to fight it? Listen, I have, let's count these. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine steps on how we can fight motivation deficiency. Number one, go for a walk or stretch. Taking a walk really clears your mind. Okay, it it really opens up your it opens up your chest, open opens up your breathing. It gets that fresh air flowing in and all that negative air flowing out. We're going to take this walk, even if it's a walk from from one block to the next block. I don't care what type of walk it is. Take a walk, whether it's one minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. Take that walk. Stretching first thing in the morning loosens up your joints. It loosens up your muscles and it makes your body more flexible. It makes it more pliable. It makes it more bendable. So that way, whenever you are going into situations, you you can overcome anything. You can jump over that hurdle because, baby, your, your joints aren't, they're not stiffed, right? You can keep it moving. Number two, focus on the positive. Like I just said. Every situation you go through is there to teach you a lesson. You just need to figure out what the lesson was. Take credit for what you've accomplished. We don't give ourselves enough credit. Okay, it's time to start saying, okay, maybe I didn't finish cleaning the bathroom, but baby, that little spot that's on the corner, it looks a whole lot better than what it did. I'm going to focus on this little spot that's on this corner and I'll come back at it and clear off another spot. Focus on what you've done. And sometimes you just need to take a break. Find you a seat somewhere. This is what you do. Listen, this is what you do. You go in the bathroom. All right. You go in the bathroom and sometimes you might have to sit in the tub because that's the only clean spot you got in your bathroom. But a clean spot, decluttered spot is going to help you clear out your mind. If you come into a dirty house or a cluttered house, your mind is going to be dirty. Your mind is going to be cluttered. You really have to go somewhere where it's clean. I don't even, I don't care if you have to go into your closet because you have enough space to sit on your closet floor, but at least it's organized. Sit down and take 15 minutes. Take 20 minutes. I don't care how long you have to take. Take that break so that way when you get up, you can just... And you good. Sometimes you even have to take a couple deep breaths. When I was in college the first time, my professor, before an exam, 
he knew I would get worked up and I would just overanalyze and overthink these, um, these molecular equations. And so he would take me into an empty classroom and he would turn all the lights out and he would say, close your eyes and count back from 10. And when you get to one, I want you to take 10 deep breaths. And once you get done with 10 deep breaths, I want you to count backwards from 10 again and then take 10 more deep breaths. And y'all, when I tell y'all that that worked because I would go in there and rock out on them exams, stuff that I had anxiety over that I just felt like I just couldn't figure it out. Once I decluttered my mind, I was just able to say, okay, this goes here. This goes here. This, this is the equation for this. This is how I convert this to this. Take a break. Declutter. Okay. It's okay. Be patient with the process. I said that quietly because I want the people in the front to hear. So now let me say it for the people in the back. Be patient with the process. Be patient. Sometimes that's all it takes is patience. I understand that you are in a situation and you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But be patient. You know, you may be in a dark tunnel right now and you can't see. But baby, listen, take two rocks. If you can find a stick somewhere, take that, hit them rocks together, make you a fire and baby, make your own light. Sometimes you got to find, sometimes you got to find light where there is darkness. Sometimes you got to grab a star up out the sky so that you can have a little bit of light so you can see what's in front of you. Take it step by step. If you can only see the feet, in the road that is directly in front of you, then baby, focus on that. And as long as you keep them feet moving and you can continue to see the road at the bottom while you're in this tunnel, baby, that's all you need. Because when it's time and you come out on the other end, you're going to be stronger and better than you ever was. Be patient and trust the process. And I also need you to understand that the person who is going to come out on the other end of this tunnel is not the first, is not the same person who went into this tunnel. This tunnel is meant to mold you and shape you so that you can do better and be better for the future. Okay. While you're in it, you're in the middle of it. You, you feel it. You feel, you feel your soul breaking and rebuilding. Okay. It's like a whole process, baby. You in a cocoon right now, but when you come up out of that cocoon, you, you going to be like a butterfly. You going to be victorious. Just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. Keep going. Keep trusting this process because you got this. And it's okay to ask for help. Sometimes we need to be reminded. I understand that you grew up in a single mother home and you didn't have a father there. And you had to bend over backwards to make sure that you had everything you needed. Because there were days where your mama had to work and you didn't have anything to eat. So you had to do what you had to do to make sure you had food to eat. I understand that you've been through a whole lot in life and everybody who you've ever depended on has always let you down and you've never had anybody dependable that you could trust and believe in. That's okay. Because those people were there, once again, to teach you a lesson. And they taught you that you can only depend on yourself. But baby, that's that's not what they were meant to teach you. 
They were meant to teach you something else. You just only honed in on the part that you can only depend on yourself. They were there to teach you that no matter what, you got to keep pushing and you can't just be stagnant and stable within a situation that you're not supposed to be in. Because had they come and helped you at that particular moment, you would still be in that situation. But now you're here. And the people at this point who are going to help you when you ask for help, they're going to send you down the path that you are meant to be on. They are going to help you. They're going to give you the tips that you need. It's okay to ask them for help. Okay. Last one. Make a list. Make a list. Now, what, what this is what I mean by make a list. Okay. Let's say you have six things you need to do. We're going to write all six of them things down. That's our list. We're going to put a box next to each one of them. So that way, whenever we get done with one, we can check it off. Now, this first one, the first thing we decide to do, if you need to make a list for that one. Let's say you got to let's say you got to do laundry and you just don't have any motivation. Make that list. Put it at the top doing laundry. Boom, boom, pow laundry today monday october the 26th i think today's the 26th first box grab the laundry from the hamper second box take the laundry to the laundry room or take the laundry to the car so you can go to the laundromat third box turn on the washer Put the detergent into the washer and let it fill for a few minutes. Or if you're going to the laundromat, put the car, put, go stop by the store or get in the car and go by the store. That's really two to get coins for the laundromat. Next one, put the clothes into the washing machine. Next one, hit start on the washing machine. Next one, next box. Set a timer in your phone for how long it's going to take to wash these clothes. And as you do each and every last one of these steps, you check it off. Check it off. And that's fine. We're only going to focus on one step at a time. We are not going to say, oh, this is a long process. Nope. We, we're going to focus on one. So that way, if you looking at this checklist and all you got was up to the point to where you put the laundry into the washing room, into the laundry room. Baby, at least you got the laundry out of the, out of the hamper. At least you made it that far. If you at least put the laundry inside of the washing machine, at least you made it that far. You almost finished with that step. We are going to be proud of the steps we did accomplish. The second, the next one, figure out the problem. Find a solution to your problem. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Why, why? What you mean how are you going to do this? You're going to figure out what's keeping you from being motivated. Is it the fact that you're constantly on Facebook? Okay, if that's the case, then you need to set a time aside to where you can only be on Facebook from this time to this time. If it's the fact that you constantly have to watch your kids and you don't have anybody else to watch your kids. Okay, you need to put your kids on a schedule. And while they are taking a nap from 11 to 12 or 12 to 1, you need to do whatever it is you need to do within that time frame. Okay, you need to figure out what the issue is that is holding you back. And 
the last one is trust the process. Again, this is a lot like be patient with the process. We're going to trust the process. Okay. To the right, we have fear. To the left, we have fear. In the middle, all you have is trust. You have to have enough trust and faith in yourself to keep going. You have to have enough love, enough care within yourself to keep going. And if you're having issues on how to build up those areas of your self-esteem, my per- my first podcast is about building up your self-esteem. And there's a couple different ones under there that also helps you um, go along and understand and see what it is you need to do about your self-esteem. Finally, the best is yet to come. Always remember what you're going through now is not the final. It's not the final step. All you have to do is keep putting that right foot in front of that left and that left foot in front of that right foot and you keep moving. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I love you guys. I will see you next week and have a good day.